Damn intro. There it is. Down at the Hey now, hey now, hey now, hey now. What is shaking today, my friends? Hey now. It's so good to have you along <laughs> with us once again. It's Mountaineer Mike coming to you live yes. here to tape at Mountaineer Sound Studios once again for my friend Dan Cable and Dan Cable Presents. I know this is one of your favorite programs, so why don't you give it a little bit of love? I know you got the golf clap in you somewhere in there. Come on. Come on. Where are you? There you are. Oh, I knew you were there. That's, that's a nice play amazing. clap. All now, right. let's go to the live room and you bring the big ups from a man DC. Yeah! <laughs> What's up, everybody? Right, the boys of Quiet Type in the house yeah, today. Yeah, doing it again. The fellas from Quiet Type are joining us in a space that they are pretty familiar with. Yes, and, true, uh, true. They brought they brought a little uh, stripped down setup for us today, so we also get to hear true. some different versions of the tunes off of their their new record. And uh, yeah, you guys want to just get it going with a, a jam today? Let's do it. All right, what are you guys yeah. gonna play first? Uh, this song is called Hypocritical Character. There's no sense in waiting There's no sense in hanging on Rasko masquerading As a victim put upon Don't want to love her but I want her To miss me when I'm gone That's okay cause the words I say Never mean much anyway Hypocritical character and pain Sometimes contradictions walk Sometimes they take the train You're pissed off at the sunshine In the pouring rain Hypocritical character and pain Am I one in a million, or only one in seventeen? Just a jukebox spinning, yeah, interrupt the scene. Too low fire to make a colorful light ever sound so clean. That's okay, cause the words I say never mean much anyway. Hypocritical character and pain ooh, ooh, ooh. Sometimes contradiction war Sometimes they take the train Pissed off at the sunshine In the pouring rain Hypocritical character and pain Hypocritical character and pain Sometimes contradictions walk Sometimes they take the train You're pissed off with the sunshine 
Type with the jam off their their new album. Times are strange. Was the uh, dropped at the end of June, right? That's right. That's yeah, right, yeah, yeah. And June thirtieth. You can find that all over the interwebs. It's on the iTunes and the uh, the Spotify and the. You guys have a Bandcamp, I think. Mm-hmm. You can uh, right. find the record and you can. That's donate where we're selling to it. the uh, the vinyl. Yeah, yeah. And you guys camp, were yeah. uh, so kind to to bring me one of those vinyl copies, man, which is awesome because I like to spin the vinyl and. Uh, it's super sweet of you guys to bring right one on for me. Uh, Lee, where were you telling me that you guys uh, pressed that record at? Well, we pressed that at uh, Cascade Record Pressing in... Uh, it's just outside of Portland. It's in uh, Milwaukee, I believe. Um, and they're uh, they're pretty new. They're like a year old, something like that. They're Portland's only uh, record pressing plant. and So we like to talk about them as much as possible. They did a great job. And, um, and uh, yeah, we really, really like those guys. They did get a job. Yeah, that's awesome, man. It seems that there are very few places that that do that sort of thing, the the vinyl pressing. So it's yeah. cool that we have one so close to the city now. Yeah, yeah man, they're awesome. It was a weird experience because we had to have the sleeves made at a different place, and they were shipped. The sleeves were made in Florida and then shipped to Cascade, who pressed the vinyl. Interesting. So there was kind of a dice roll in there whether the because we got the vinyl done on blue vinyl. Yeah. So we didn't know what the sleeves looked like. <laughs> until we got the records so we just kind of hoped that it would match up okay <laughs> and, it, and it did luckily. right on so yeah worked out yeah awesome man well i definitely uh, want to talk about times are strange and kind of break it down a little bit more but uh first i would like to uh the, the first time i met you guys was uh an experience that I got to help you guys move a piano. Yeah. And <laughs> yep. I think that Mountaineer Mike are, and I are kind of curious yeah. what the, the results of, <laughs> of how that trip worked out because he was like, hey, the guys from Quiet Type are coming by. I was like, cool, they're going to be on the cast soon. It'll be cool to like be able to say what's up. And he had told me that you guys uh, used to rent the other space that's here, yeah, the yep, other right control room. So you guys spent a lot of time here. Yeah, I had these guys here in Control B for a couple of years, a couple of years back, and so it's really a couple super of good years. Yeah, yeah, right. It was super fun having <laughs> you guys in made here. Made a lot for that of good time. recordings in this space. Absolutely, I think a lot, of, a lot of these songs that I'm hearing on this record, I've heard many times over and over through the walls. Yep. So. Yeah, yeah, we we wrote a lot of this record uh, uh, while we were while we were in the studio here. So yeah, nice, um, super fun. To we have didn't record back. it here, but uh, a lot of it started here. Awesome, yeah. but uh, you had left behind this this stand up piano right this yeah is, it's lee's like family piano yeah man mistaken. that so that piano um that piano my mom when we were kids um she was a uh, she was a college student and a cleaning lady and she um she took the the extra money every month that uh, uh, that she got from cleaning houses and uh and she uh, put it aside for this piano and so she bought it over the course of like three or four years when we were kids i only know knew about that you know later um but uh but yeah we we bought that piano when i was a kid and uh 
and I'll, you know, I'll never let it go. It's the instrument I learned to play music on. I was going to say, wasn't that the one, that must have been where it started for you then, I mean, as a child. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know right? it's not, it's one of those, one of those instruments, really, that's, it's not worth shit, but, you as know. As far as it's, yeah, it's physical value, but right, it's sentimental physical value, value. but sentimental insane. value, man, yeah. that thing is, uh, I'll, like, I'll never, never let that thing go. Right, and that's, it, yeah, so. I cared for it uh, for the last couple of years for you guys and while I you were wandering around doing that, your thing. yeah. And if I may, DC, I have to interject, I have to set my thing down. There's something else that you guys left behind that you may have forgotten about that I have to bust out for Uh-oh. you. Uh-oh. If I may Uh-oh. right now. Uh-oh. Is he, are you coming in the in the room? <laughs> I can know. Is this, uh, this is Mike a surprise is, is in the live room. I'm nervous about this. He's, he's bringing something out of the ISO booth for these uh, fellas. Are we going to fill the car with whatever this is on our way out? It's like, are these my mic what did you guys? What did you guys leave behind here? Uh, oh, man, it could be anything. The suspense. The anticipation. The oh, oh, look at bass. that. Look at this. Did you know? Yeah, I knew this was here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, I think good. when we, I think when we, uh, it's a base, ladies out, and gentlemen. Yeah, <laughs> there, was a, there was a project being done here where they needed was, a base, and I said it was. Okay it's cool. It's a, it's a bitch and base actually, and I'm not, I wasn't sure that they even knew it was here, and so yeah. I had to well, make I sure to get it back to them. But yeah, you, um, Mike was like, uh, the guys are coming by to move a piano. And I was like, oh, that sounds like sort of a lot of work, you know? <laughs> and uh, you had one other buddy with you guys. Yeah. yeah. And you had brought this, uh, this cart in with you. Yeah, a little, uh, yeah, little floor dolly. Yeah, a little floor dolly. And I was like, oh, how's this going to work? And uh, you guys successfully lifted it on. And, yeah. and that happened within like five or 10 minutes of being here. I was very impressed. And I was, I was like, wow, this is going really well, you know? Yeah. And then uh, you rolled it outside, got it outside, and then that's when you informed us the bad news that there's no ramp on well, the U-Haul. We kind of all looked yeah. at it and yeah. was like, where's the ramp? So there's no ramp oh, on this U-Haul. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we got to help lift the piano into the into the box truck yes we did and we and nobody nobody was killed so that's no part not of on the, the way in but we never knew how it ended right like, how did this yeah, whole thing end? i mean we had encouragement from similarly. the we had like, we had encouragement from the biker yeah that, that rode by and told us <laughs> that we right, had it dude, we got right it right by on the bike he's like you, I'm guys not helping go, you. you guys got this <laughs> i'm not helping you but you got this yeah, yeah. so that's how hilarious. how did uh how did the situation end after you guys got it into the truck well a little background. I I actually retired from famous piano moving piano. famously uh, Mo- not piano moving, but moving my piano. Moving this piano about four or five <laughs> years ago. I think when we moved it into this studio space the first time, because uh-huh. it had been my third or fourth time moving that piano. Uh-huh. And so when we moved it in here, it's like I'm done. Like we'll we can move it again, but I'm not I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna be and part then of I it. and then I came out of retirement to move it again. Yeah, I asked him if he'd come out of retirement just for one last hurrah and. And he uh, gave it his all. And One last wrestling. So when we got to Lee's apartment, I just was like a man possessed. I was like, you go over here, you go over here. We, <laughs> we got that thing out of the truck and into his apartment in about 28 seconds. With yeah. the three of you? Just the yeah, three of you guys did it? Just the three of us. crazy. Yeah. Impressive. The adrenaline was going. The, right. It needed to get done. Well, there you go, DC. And it got done, the... and we, it's, uh, we were playing it today. So. Our friend Pete died, unfortunately. Oh, moving it. But, you know, the Moving it. Oh, jeez, yeah. I was worried about Pete, because you guys didn't seem like you cared too much about him on the yeah. <laughs> on the inside. They were like, whatever, Pete, you know, get underneath yeah. it, dude. Your back is fine. Do something. He's, he's probably exactly. my only my only friend that would come uh, to move a piano wearing uh, wearing sandals, yeah. <laughs> which, which he did. And he showed up. He didn't lose any He toes, showed up so. to do it, though. Well, it in the second that thing got in the truck, DC and I are like, later. You can hear the, like, 
peeled out of there like, oh my God, this is your problem now, yeah. championship. So, That's yeah. great, man. So, well, cool. I'm glad you guys are still alive, except for Pete. Sorry, Pete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Rest in peace. All right. So how did the uh, how did the quiet type thing come about? How did you guys get together? And- the project? Yeah. Uh, well, we met in high school. Okay. And we've, we've more or less been involved in some type of mus- musical project together ever since. There have been breaks in there. But uh, this this project was born, uh, we were in a band uh, right after I graduated college that kind of did the whole tour around as much as possible and sure. save all our money to make a record. And then um, that band broke up, unfortunately. And then Lee, Lee and I kind of had to regroup a little bit. And he went back to school to finish his uh, degree. And I went home and just started working to save money with the intention of buying recording equipment, which I did. And then we reconvened in Portland with a bunch of gear. And we wanted to we wanted to build a studio, basically, so that we could record our own music and do other projects, too. But that was, like, the idea. Was we were gonna, so Quiet Type was kind of the long... Uh, it was the result of a long gestating period of us like learning how to record and produce records and, and that becoming the vehicle for our project. Nice. Yeah. So are you guys both from the, the Portland area? Uh, Southern Oregon, actually. Okay. Both of us are Southern Oregonians by way of L.A. So, oh, nice. Like, we were both born in L.A. and then our families moved to okay. Southern Oregon when we were little cool. kids. Yeah. How long have you guys been hanging around the Portland area? Close to 10 years, it feels like. Yeah. This is our second time. So we moved here in 2006, and we were here till like 2008, and then we came back here in around the end of 2008. And we've been, yeah, so it's been, it's been about 10 years. Cool. All yeah. Yeah. What were the, uh, what were the early bands like that you guys were in? Like, what kind of music was that? Because I feel like what you guys are doing now is pretty, pretty focused and, and very like, good songwriting thanks and thanks, uh man. yeah but, but i'm definitely curious to know kind of like what came before you know yeah well what, what we were both jazz. what we were both doing when we when we met each other uh was studying jazz and playing jazz gigs as much as possible and um and you know i studied jazz in college and uh bobby studied music theory and uh so we we're kind of like you know classical jazz nerds you know um until we both kind of realized like you know the music that we really like to listen to was like the beatles and the beach boys and you know like classic uh pop and uh and so we kind of we both kind of it was like a uh a light bulb went off and we both realized we should be doing that and so we kind of did that together but uh but yeah early on it was um it was just like jazz yeah, we were playing standards at retirement homes and coffee shops and stuff when we were in high school, and that was how that was how we became <laughs> friends. Yeah, did you guys both just grow up around around jazz? And I think it was mostly a high school thing. It's like when you're in high school, if you want to play music, you're either in the marching band or you're in the jazz band, definitely, or you're in a a punk band outside. Which I think we both did that too outside mm-hmm. of school. But in school, it was like if you want to take music classes, jazz band was like the the be all end all. So we both were into that at different schools, but and then we met through just sort of concentric circles of high school jazz happenings. It's a pretty small community down there, so. <laughs> cool. Yeah. And so how long has it been under the name Quiet Type from what you guys have been working on? That's been about um, about a year. Um, yeah, it's so this recent. Yeah, so these recordings um, in this record, is that's, this is the first 
thing that we've released under um, under the name Quiet Type. Before it was, uh, uh, we called it Magic Punches, but it's this, it's the same band. Um, we released three EPs under Magic Punches. They're still available on Spotify and cool. online and stuff. Um, and it's the same band, just a different iteration. And, um, and like you said, kind of we have a more focused sound than we did before. Magic Punches, I think, was more about kind of experimentation with uh, the stuff we were listening to and trying to find a sound. And then we kind of found it. And then we said, you know, with this record, let's just start fresh, you know. So that was about a year ago. Yeah, man, this thing sonically is, is very dialed in, very cool. There's Thank a, you, like man. a lot of cool small touches, like on the uh, title and opening track on Times Are Strange. There's that little tiny piano line that runs okay. through the choruses little, uh, just a couple times. And and yeah, it's stuff like that that just like really makes things sparkle and stuff. And I don't know, man, it's got, uh, it's like this cool, it's a cool representation of what like rock and roll and pop music can be and what it was at a certain point. And I think like those things like the term pop can frighten people away. And yeah. like this is... Yeah. To me, this is like the type of record that kind of reinstills the the faith into some people that like, oh, okay, cool. Like we can have cool pop records too and cool like straight ahead rock and roll records still. And, you know, like that's that's what there was once upon a time, you know, like you guys have a lot of vibes that remind me of like some of the Billy Joel stuff, definitely. Cool, and yeah. and just like so many good songwriters, Hall and Oates. All that stuff, man. Like all that stuff, like comes through on on this for me. Like certain sounds and whatnot. Yeah, well, wonderful. Thanks, That's, I mean, those those, the ones that you listed are are heroes of ours. You know, so we were actually just talking about that earlier at Lee's house, kind of hanging out uh, about how that's like one of the funny things about living in Portland is like we listen to Hollow Notes, but we we don't do it to be like funny yeah dude, <laughs> it's like no. we, we seriously like love, no irony love it. there incredible yeah, songwriters man. yeah and so yeah. uh those records are so good like uh and you guys song the worst like that sounds like a billy joel song to me like all the way thanks right yeah on, it's really awesome thank you um you guys want to get into another song and then we'll uh chit chat a little bit more about what's sure, going on and, and more sure. about the record do you want to do the the title track the let's do it do times are strange let's do it Look like you're fading Like some sad girl in a painting I thought we were acquainting But that wasn't true Ooh. Then you told me you loved me So I put you above me Am I the man who's hand you holding on to? That's all strange And history can't change Rearrange it if I could It might be true That I waste my time with you Even though I know that you're no good Your spells were spoken A flicker is I was broken Spirits you were invoking And I too Check my credentials and see I'm a waste of potential. And love is essential, then baby I'm screwed. And times are strange and history can't change. 
Time, man. Times, yeah. Doing it live here at the uh, Mountaineer Studios. Uh, it's cool hearing the stripped down versions of, of the tunes. Cool, man. Thank Thanks. you. Yeah. yeah. Talk to me about the, the production of making the record. You guys <laughs> recorded it yourselves. Mm-hmm. And did you did you guys mix and master the album and all that stuff? No, yourselves? no, no, no. So we had it produced by uh, uh, a an awesome producer, uh, Portland-based his name is John uh, John Morgan Askew, um, and uh, he's become a really good friend of ours. And he he basically just made this record happen. He was he's an incredible producer, and and uh, um, yeah, he he was very involved in like the sounds and the arrangements, and and he worked with us in in all the all the different aspects of uh, of making a record, and and uh, um. So yeah, so it was kind of a you know a trio effort, really. Yeah, and it happened kind of in pieces too. Like we started, we started recording this record before we knew we were recording the record. So like Lee and I had been writing songs and demoing them, which we've grown to hate that term because whenever we demo something, it ends up becoming sort of the skeleton of what's going to be a finished product. Yeah. Lee was moving to New York, and so we needed to write a bunch of material before he left so that we had something to try and get a producer, basically. We decided we wanted to make a full length. So we were in my apartment for about a month just making demos, and we, we wrote about half the record in that month. And then we met John and got into a studio called Type Foundry in North Portland, which is a really cool place, um, and started to make the rest of the record. And we, en- we, we re- recorded all the material that we had already done, and then ended up kind of using half of the new stuff and half of the old stuff for about five or six of the tracks, and then the rest of the record was all done at Type Foundry and then at John's place, kind of as we had time and money to to finish it. Nice. Yeah. So it was a it was a process that took t- chunks of time over a period of about two years. Right on. Well, it's, yeah. a, it's a wonderful finished product. Thank uh, you. Did you uh, guys have additional players come in? Yeah, we record. had a guy named uh, Benny Nugent, played a lot of drums on the record. Awesome. Uh-huh. Uh, a guy named Corey Gray, who played some horns on the yeah, record. Yeah, man. But the horns are uh, what, in, the, in the worst? Uh, well, we had the horns, uh, let's see, we had them in, in the end. Sun to Shine and In the End mm-hmm. were those songs mm-hmm. that he performed on. All right. Yeah. 
Awesome. Yeah, man. I wrote it, I wrote it down wrong on the on the, <laughs> on the DC no, there's, notes. There's some production stuff happening in the worst, like in the breakdown section that kind of sounds like horns, but it's like uh, baritones and stuff. Yeah. Awesome. How does the uh, the songwriting work between the two of you? Is it pretty 50-50 or is it kind of well it's it's uh um it's really collaborative but only sort of after the skeletons are um like the you know the the sort of the crux of the song uh is is composed uh bobby composes he's really prolific he composes a lot more than i do um and usually what happens most of the songs on this record um were bobby wrote and then I, and then he'd kind of say, here, what do you think of this? And I'd add my ideas, and I'd sort of do the production. Um, and here and there, I'd, I'd say, what do you think about this chord or um, or this lyric or whatever? Um, and then we'd basically take it home from there. So it was, you know, uh, Bobby writes the song the majority of the time. I write too, but the majority of the time, it's it's Bobby's tune. And then uh, and then I kind of put it into the the you know production machine and and then uh, we meet on the at the uh, point C you know um, and and kind of review each other's work. Nice, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, man, I it, this the album has so many cool songs like uh, the Fugitive. I feel like could be all over the radio. Right, <laughs> you know, yeah. like it. That, that's that's a song that could could be like top forty radio, but it's Thanks, still man. to me those songs are still have a lot of character to them though like the bass line reminds me of like a spoon kind of vibe mm, and it's like yeah. just a super kick-ass bass line so it still has like vibe and character to it but it's great songwriting thank so. you that song we actually the first incarnation of that song we recorded here uh oh man it, it just sounds an, so different than the yeah, <laughs> and it completely changed yeah and the, the chorus is super catchy but it's not not cheesy and then you got the the synth action that uh, bridges to the guitar solo, like in that in that yeah. section there, which is really kick ass, and yeah, a thousand goodbyes and rain are two of my favorite jams on the album, just because uh, I don't know if it's I, I want to hear it, but I, I feel like there's some cool Phil Collins vibes in there. And Phil, <laughs> right. Phil's my dude. Right on. He's, uh, That's <laughs> he's, cool, he's man. definitely like one of my favorites of all time so like i don't like i said i don't know if it's because i want to hear it but I, I feel like it still has like some of those those cool vibes of those well, phil collins high, records too that's high praise yeah thank you yeah, yeah. man that, that all kind of like fits into that that same era of like the the hall and oats thing and yeah just a lot of good songwriting that used to be a part of our our top 40 radio and then that, that stuff kind of seems to have fallen off the map and like i was saying it, it frightens people when you hear those terms but yeah yeah you say your music is uh is pop and 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 i don't know what else to call it you know but when you when you answer that question what type of music do you play and you say well we play like pop you know kind of influenced by this and that and whatever and you see people's eyes you know kind of gloss over and and oh you play pop okay yeah they it's also like, an odd word to use to describe your music when your yeah. music isn't popular you know no one knows who we are but we say we play pop music so it's kind of a strange that always feels weird. I guess you can call it indie yeah. pop. If yeah, you we, <laughs> indie we play pop. very unpopular <laughs> pop music. <laughs> <laughs> so, thus far. Anyway. Yeah, what do you guys have going on? Like, what's the, the future looking like? You got some some shows you guys want to plug or anything in the works? Yeah. The, only, the only show we really have on the books coming up is we're going to be playing the uh, Widmer Brothers Oktoberfest. 
Right on. Uh, on October 8th. Mm-hmm. On Where's high, that going to be? Pioneer Square. Nice. We're opening for uh, ex-ambassadors. Nice, yeah. dude. That, yeah, that should, should be, be a good opportunity cool. for some people to, to see you guys. Yeah, I think with the thing we're most excited about, other than playing in front of that many people, is that we aren't responsible for trying to get them there. We just have to play yeah. well. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we just have to big. tell our fans about it, and, <laughs> and you know that's not a, not a very hard thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So yeah, that's, that's in October. Yeah. Yeah, it's October 8th. We're playing uh, down on Pioneer Square. Rad. And where can people keep in tune with you guys on the interwebs so they can uh, know what else is going on and find the record and whatnot? Uh, we post all of our like events on our Facebook page, but our Bandcamp page is where you can find the the record. And we have a SoundCloud too where you can hear like material that, yeah. we, that hasn't come out that's that we've recorded. I'd say we're most active on Facebook and uh and Instagram as far as social media goes. And um uh that's kind of where you can find out like where we're gonna be playing and all that stuff. And then Bandcamp, uh more than our website right now, Bandcamp is where we're directing people if they wanna like listen to the music, um, or buy the record or t shirts and that kind of stuff. So guys, buy the record. I encourage people to buy the record. It's excellent. It's fun. Thanks, like man. I don't know. Thanks, I was bl- I was blasting it. I was stuck on the uh, burnt the the Burnside Bridge the other day, uh-huh. and uh, I was blasting it. And the people next to me, I feel like they were they were definitely vibing. They're with are getting it. into like, it. Oh, what's happening here? And I'm just hey, like, no. it's, it it's quiet type. That's how it all starts. Man. So yeah, uh, I encourage people to go out and check you guys out. I, I definitely want to catch a live show soon. I'm stoked to see what that's like. Oh man, yeah, man. I haven't, love I to haven't have had the at, opportunity uh, the to see you guys yet. Yeah, I'll try to definitely make it out to that. One of the coolest things about our record release show, actually, at the Doug Fur, was that the Woodman was there. Yeah. Yes, he was. And, there yeah. he, and he was there. Dude, I mean, he was, was at the show. You, he was backstage. You guys oh, yeah. had a solid oh, yeah. lineup for that, man. Yeah. It was, it was awesome. a great. Yeah, yeah, we really old wave. Yeah, old wave, which is Adam, who now uses the room that these guys used to room previously. We're trying to get the bill, and it was Adam's a friend. Yeah, yeah, we're trying to get Adam and the gang on. Night, you guys crushed it. It was so fun to be there with you. Thank you so much for. uh, Yeah, yeah, that was a pretty. That was a pretty. Everything and the insults and all that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, of course, man. It was it was a pleasure to have you backstage and and get to catch up and everything. Uh, (laughs) That was a special event. That was like we got to play our favorite venue and then like with some really good bands. Was Rare Monk the Rare Monk? Rare Monk, yeah, awesome. They're they're cool as well. Yeah, Rare Monk and Old Wave. It was it was a it was a killer lineup. A really awesome night. Um, And uh, funny story, we were kind of walking on a cloud after that one because we got a lot of people out to it and and uh and and we were just happy with the performance and everything and we rented this car it's like suv um uh to get all our gear to and from and because neither of us have big cars but uh uh we got back or bobby gets back to the rental car because you're not and, allowed to park your car. I don't know if you know this, but even if you're if you're performing at the Doug Fur, yeah, you can go. You can use the parking garage to load your gear in, but, but you, can't you can't leave your car down there. Brutal. So I, so I parked this rental car like a block away, and yeah. as soon as the show was over, I went up the street to get it so so we could load back out. Yeah. And uh, somebody had smashed the <laughs> the window out of the car. Dude, that just happened to me. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I was uh, I went and saw. Um, Modest Mouse and Brand New at the Moda Center uh-huh. like a couple weeks ago, and and Garrett came along and a couple other friends, and I had parked right on Grand in front of the convention center. Yeah, and I came out, I got in my car, and I was like, "Oh, that's a strange breeze flying through my yeah. car," and I look back, <laughs> and my window is just smashed out, dude. Oh man! And they didn't take anything. No, there it's was wild. nothing in this yeah. car. There was nothing. Well, we had another piece of rented gear. Um, 
just a monitor system that I rented for the show. And it was, it, luckily, thank God, that thing was on, on me at the time. But there was a, the box that it was housed in and one of the receivers, which are really expensive little devices, and they just ripped the handle off the box. Like, it smashed the window and vandalized some stuff. And, and uh, so we were, you know, we were taken down to earth pretty pretty quickly <laughs> yeah. after that Feeling show. great right? after the show. And then we had to <laughs> deal with where are we going to park this rental car till tomorrow? And then what are we going to tell them tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> Hope you got the insurance. Yeah. yeah, I did. Good. It was all good in the end. It was good work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, well, uh, I hope people check you guys out. I encourage that. So what are you guys going to play us out with today? Oh, this song's called Rain. Yeah, Rain. Let's oh, cool. It. You're going to play Rain. Right yeah. on. With those tears in her eyes That I didn't recognize A mysterious plan Seems I've always played the fool For the clever and the cruel So it comes as no surprise That I've come here again And I wish I could explain But I'm standing Quiet type. That's the program, everybody. 
Thanks for having us, Dan. Thank you. Yeah, man. Thank you. I'm, here, I'm man. glad that cool. you guys came on. Thank yeah, you so much. Great. It's great. To these these fine gentlemen, Lee and Bobby, for yeah. joining us from Quiet Type. Everybody check out the record. Go see a show. Hey now, hey go now. You know? Loving you guys. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> I, yeah, thank you, Mike. It was great. I love these guys. DC, thanks for bringing them back in the house, guy. Yeah, man. I'm glad it worked out. You can uh, find me at dancablepresents at gmail.com. You can hit me on the Instagram, dancablepresents, on the Twitter, at dancable. Hit the uh, hit up the YouTube page. Check out all the, the great videos Garrett Isham's been putting together on there. Give us a subscribe on the YouTube. Claps subscribe for, uh, on the iTunes and the Podomatic. Those things uh, help the visibility of the show. Leave us a review. That that's what really helps us out. If you if you take a second, you just click write a review. Give us five stars if you're feeling like we deserve it. And I don't know. We've been we've been working pretty hard yeah, we at try. this. So I like, mean, we do give it an know, effort. You know. I mean, at least give it four. I mean, come on. You, you know? keep. I mean, four stars. Four is nice as well, but uh, yeah, check out all that stuff. We got the t-shirts. Check out the t-shirts, and uh, yeah, we'll catch you on the flip side, Portland. Hey Down now. there, Mike. There you go, guy. Keeping hey, it fresh. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate you being here with me, DC. It's always, always fun. It's always, always fun to uh, have you here. It's great to have the quiet type gentleman oh, here. Should we should we have him say it's a program? Oh yeah, they already knew. They That's had to been cute- a program. <laughs> been a great program <laughs> that's been a good one they had her locked down before we even started this Absolutely. thing they're like hey are we gonna we're gonna do the program right? <laughs> yeah, awesome so good to have them back uh thanks everybody for listening uh, you can always get a hold of me mountainair mike at gmail.com or mtnairstudios.com uh, we do live sound we do the recordings we do podcasts any soundscapes uh, voiceover what do you want done i mean for crying out loud if it has sound on it we can deal with it for you all right Till next time, Sleepy Trent and I say, see ya! This has been a Dan Cable That's been a program. I hope you want to do that one again, too, because I fucked that one up, too. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It's been a great program.